Catechesis with Pope Benedict XVI. The commemoration of all the faithful departed. Papa Benedetto's Catechesis on the Feast of All Souls, the 2nd of November 2011. Dear brothers and sisters, after having celebrated the Solemnity of All Saints, today the Church invites us to commemorate all the faithful departed, to turn our gaze to the many faces of those who have preceded us and have concluded their earthly pathway. So in today's Catechesis, I would like to offer you some simple thoughts on the reality of death, which for us Christians is illuminated by the resurrection of Christ, and so as to renew our faith in eternal life. As I said at the Angelus yesterday, in these days we go to the cemeteries to pray for the loved ones who have left us, as it were going to visit them, so as once again to express to them our affection, so as to feel them still close, remembering also in this way an article of the Creed. In the communion of saints there is a close bond between us who are still walking on this earth, and so many brothers and sisters who have already reached eternity. Man has always been preoccupied with the dead and has tried to give them a sort of second life through attention, care, affection. In a certain way, he wants to preserve their experience of life and, paradoxically, it is precisely from the tombs in front of which memories jostle that we discover how they lived, what they loved, what they feared, what they hoped for and what they hated. They are as if a mirror of their world. Why is this so? Because, despite death being often an almost forbidden theme in our society, and there being a continuous attempt to remove any thought of death from our minds, it concerns each of us. It concerns man of every time and every place. And in front of this mystery we all even unconsciously, seek something that invites us to hope, a sign that gives us consolation, that opens up a horizon, that still offers a future. The road of death, in reality, is a way of hope, and it passes through our cemeteries, as to read the inscriptions on the tombs is to accomplish a pathway marked by the hope of eternity. But we ask ourselves, why do we feel fear in front of death? Why has humanity, in large part, never resigned itself to believing that beyond death there is simply nothingness? I would say that the answers are many. We have fear in front of death because we are afraid of nothingness, of this departure towards something that we do not know, that is unknown to us. And then there is a sense of rejection in us because we cannot accept that everything of beauty and greatness that has been realized over an entire existence is suddenly erased, falls into the abyss of nothingness. Above all, we feel that love calls and asks for eternity, and it is impossible to accept that it is destroyed by death in a single moment. Furthermore, 
We have fear in front of death because, when we find ourselves nearing the end of our existence, there is the perception that there is a judgment upon our actions, on how we have led our life, above all on those areas of darkness that, with skill, we often know how to remove or we try to remove from our conscience. I would say that it is precisely the question of judgment that, in every age, is often underlying man's preoccupation with the dead, his attention towards the people who have been significant for him, and who are no longer aside him on the pathway through earthly life. In a certain sense, the gestures of affection, of love, which surround the deceased, are a way of protecting him in the conviction that they will not remain without effect on the judgment. This is what we can gather from most of the cultures that characterize the history of man. Today the world has become, at least apparently, much more rational, or rather, the tendency has spread of thinking that each reality must be faced with a criteria of experimental science, and that even the great question of death must be answered not so much with faith, but starting from experiential empirical knowledge. It is not sufficiently taken into account, however, that precisely in this way one has ended up falling into forms of spiritism in the attempt to have some contact with the world beyond death, as if imagining that there is a reality that, at the end, would be a copy of the present one. Dear friends, the solemnity of all saints and the commemoration of all the faithful departed tell us that only the one who can recognize a great hope in death can also live a life starting from hope. If we reduce man exclusively to his horizontal dimension, to that which can be perceived empirically, life itself loses its profound meaning. Man needs eternity and every other hope is too brief, too limited for him. Man is only explainable if there is a love that overcomes every isolation, even that of death, in a totality that transcends even space and time. Man is explainable. He finds his deepest meaning only if there is God. And we know that God came out of his distance and made himself close, entered into our life and tells us, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, even if he dies, he shall live. Whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Let us think for a moment of the scene of Calvary, and let us listen again to the words that Jesus from the height of the cross, addresses to the wrongdoer crucified on his right. In truth, I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise. Let us think of the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, when, after having travelled a stretch of the road with the risen Jesus, they recognise him and without delay leave for Jerusalem to announce the resurrection of the Lord. The Master's words come back to mind with renewed clarity. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Have faith in God, 
and have faith also in me. In my father's house there are many rooms. If there were not, I would have told you so. I am going to prepare a place for you. God has truly shown himself, has become accessible, has so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him may not be lost, but may have eternal life. And in the supreme act of love of the cross, immersing himself in the abyss of death, he has conquered it, he has risen and opened the gates of eternity also to us. Christ sustains us through the night of death, which he himself has traversed. He is the Good Shepherd, to whose guidance we can entrust ourselves without any fear, because he knows the road well, even through the darkness. Every Sunday, in reciting the Creed, we reaffirm this truth. And in going to the cemeteries to pray with affection and love for our departed ones, we are invited once again to renew with courage and strength our faith in eternal life. Indeed, to live with this great hope and bear witness to it to the world. Behind the present there is not nothingness. And it is precisely faith in eternal life that gives to the Christian the courage to love this earth of ours ever more intensely, and to work so as to build a future for it, so as to give it a true and sure hope. Thank you.